Are you ready to encounter God at a new level? Hi, I am your host, Lois Fuelling, and I welcome you to A New Level Awaits You podcast. I will provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. Come expecting to soar above every obstacle, to reach new levels of anointing and authority, experience spiritual encounters, and walk in greater freedom. Welcome back to A New Level Awaits You. Today I want to expand a little bit more on that fire. And because I never understood the three baptisms of, and I want to share with you some things that have happened to me. I want to expand on those liberating encounters that oftentimes will involve the fire of the Holy Spirit. And so let's just, let's just begin. Because remember uh, the la- in my last Uh, podcast, we talked about those liberating encounters that break through the darkness, that burn up devices and attachments. They remove attachments. And so we need to understand a little bit more about the fire. Now, the fire is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. It's not just one of his characteristics, for there are many other facets of the Holy Spirit. Like I mentioned before, there's the dove, there's the water in the Holy Spirit is a guide, the one that Jesus sent to us when he uh, arose and went up into the clouds. Uh, It is like the wind of heaven. We know that the Holy Spirit is like the oil of anointing. So there's many different forms uh, of, of the Holy Spirit working here on the earth today. And so when we get filled with the Holy Spirit, then uh, it opens us up for more. But let me back up. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, and, and that we get the Holy Spirit then. But we don't often understand all of it. So we, we, it kind of sometimes stays in a form of a seed or it can grow a little bit. But it is and when we grow closer to the Lord that this starts to blossom within us. We get baptized by, uh, you know, water and that it cleanses us and it releases us. And, and so that's what John brought forth was that repentance. But when Jesus Christ entered into the scene, uh, in Matthew 3, we know that Jesus came uh, with another pur- purpose. And John talks about this in, in verse 11, when he, when he talks about uh, what Jesus came to do. And uh, I love this because it really talks about this fire that Jesus came with. And we don't always understand the fire of God. So that's what I want to, I just want to teach you today about this fire and what it means. And so it says in verse 11, those who repent, I baptize with water, but there's a coming a man after me who is more powerful than I am. In fact, I'm not even worthy enough to pick up his sandals. He will submerge you into union with a spirit of holiness and with a raging fire. He comes with a winnowing fork in his hands and comes to his threshing floor to sift what is worthless from what is 
pure, and he is ready to sweep out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his granary, but the straw he will burn up with a fire that can't be extinguished. Wow, this is the fire of God, and it is a powerful fire that takes place. So in Acts 2 also tells us about the day of Pentecost when all the believers were meeting together, and suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. See, Holy Spirit would come in the form of wind as well. And it says, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone was filled with the Holy Spirit and began uh, speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. See, when the fire of God falls on you, you're never going to be the same. In fact, you're not even going to be able to maintain your composure. We have to be a people whose hearts are on fire. So true fire is lit by the Lord. Just as he lit the fire on Israel's altars, Leviticus 9.24 describes the original altar of Moses. And we read this. It says, fire came out of the presence of the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat portions on the altar. And when all the people saw it, they shouted for joy and fell face down. See, we can't even control this. We can't, uh, you know, the fire is so strong here. And it is just such a mighty, overwhelming power that the God has. And he gave it to us in the form through the Holy Spirit as fire. When Solomon dedicated the first temple in Jerusalem, he prayed that fire would fall. And indeed it did, because it tells us when Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled it. And when all the Israelites saw the fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground, and they worshiped and gave thanks to the Lord. This is found in 2 Chronicles 7, 1 through 3. You have to understand that this fire is a mighty working that God does. I will share with you, I was doing a conference, a women's conference, and um, through the conference, other people were supposed to take part in things, and something got a little bit confused, and so I ended up uh, having to fulfill or fill in for somebody uh, whose part they, they didn't arrive. And so during this whole thing, in a few minutes before all this took place, I said, Lord, what, what do you want me to talk about? And he told me the fire of the Holy Spirit. And so I just dug out some a few notes that I had. And as I stood there and as I taught about some of these things that the Lord uh, had revealed to me, I could feel in the palm of my hand Uh, something was growing, something was burning, and it was getting hotter and hotter. And I had to put my hand out like I was holding something. And the whole time I was speaking, uh, this, this, I call it a fireball, it started to grow within 
my hand, and it became heavier and heavier as I continued telling about the fire of the Lord. And uh, through the through the whole conversations, by the end of it, I had this huge fireball in my hand. And I want to share with you that, that at that time, not one person could come near me because they would fall down under the glory of the Lord. They were slain in the spirit. They, would lay, they were laying all over the floor uh, as they would come closer, try to get close to me. I didn't have to touch them. In fact, they, wouldn't even, they couldn't even come within a few feet of me because of this fireball. And throughout this whole area on the floor where people were laying down, bowing, worshiping, just uh, shaking some of them because the Lord was doing mighty business with them. And I stand in awe as I even share this right now at the at the all the mighty power that God performed on that in that conference. Now I've had other times where that fire of the Lord would strike me as well in other conferences that I would teach in, but that was the most significant because it was the first time that it had happened to me to to that degree. And afterwards, even myself, I bowed down and worship and honor and I glorified my Lord because I was overcome. I was overcome. I just could not believe that the Lord would use me in this magnificent way. And I bowed before him and uh, just, and, and you know what the Lord did to me, all of us that day? He humbled us. He, he uh, cleansed us. He burned away deception and fear. He threw off so much stuff off in us that it just changed us forever. We were all forever. And that's exactly what the fire does. When the Holy Spirit's fire falls on us, it does cause us to bow down and worship because it causes us to have such this deep, deep awareness of who God is and the depth of His power and His glory. And like I also shared, God's fire burns up the enemy and his tactics. You remember in Psalms 97.3, it says, fire spreads ahead of him and burns up all of his foes. That's what he did, and that's what he will do with the fire of God. Jeremiah 23, 29 says, Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces? God's word is like a fire that quickens and cleanses us. It breaks through hardness within and causes breakthrough for whatever is hindering us from moving forward. You know, it's only then when God can use us as his messengers. And our words even become like fire that cut through the hearts of those that God wants to touch. It burns within unbelievers to bring them to Christ. That's what happens. You know, it will, it will be a convicting fire that just burns on the hearts of unbelievers. And it lights a fire under those who are complacent. You know, the Lord was just revealing so many things to me uh, during the conferences that I've held where the fire just came down and fell so strongly. You know, even Psalms 104.4 says, The winds are your messengers, flames of fire 
are your servants. These are powerful scriptures that just tell us, you know, what how God moves in these ways. He's in Jeremiah 5:14, God says, I will make my words in your mouth like fire. And I just, you know, realize that some that when we have the fire of God moving through us and on us, then then these things happen, you know, it it, it will just be a speaking so um God will use our words and it speaks so clearly through and it touches hearts and it burns them so that they become convicted. You know, as Malachi pointed out, the fire of his passion would consume us. It says, see, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire and a launderer's soap. It's powerful, powerful stuff with the fire of God. It is amazing to me how God wants to use us. He wants to baptize us with his fire. But we have to be careful in in this because I want to just share for just a few minutes that if we have a fireless faith, it's a false faith. We have to be on fire for the Lord because this fireless faith is not true to the nature of God. It's not true to the nature of God because he is a consuming fire. So when we dampen down the fire, we're dampening down God and it will eventually quench the spirit. There's a major falling away right now and I believe that it is because there, there, this is this fireless faith that is being presented that, and we need that fire of God back. It is clear here to me that the fire of God liberates his people. It burns up the shaft and it destroys the enemy. It, fire is represented by the glory of God, like in Solomon. And so this fire is convicting, it's cleansing, it's protective, it's all-consuming, it illuminates things, but it also creates an energy within us that will just wants us to get on fire for the Lord. It pierces our soul with such intensity that it draws us close. It burns away all the shaft, and then it reveals to us and expands our ability. But more importantly, it deepens our walk with the Lord. Do you want the fire? Do you want to be baptized in the fire of God? We cannot settle now for anything less. I know that I lived a a fireless faith for many years, and I was saved. I'm not saying we're not saved, but I'm saying that it wasn't enough for me. And I don't believe for many of us, 
it isn't enough. We want the fire of God to consume us and to come on us so that we have this faith that is strong and mighty and can burn right through. But first of all, that fire of God has to consume our hearts. It has to purify us. It's a calling for us to come higher. Just like on the day of Pentecost, when the fire, uh, you know, came and started to settle on each one of them. What do you think it did? It, it cleansed them. It purified them. It, it opened their hearts up to the more of what God has. It also uh, gave them tongues. And we can't be afraid of tongues anymore. This is from God. This is powerful. This is what advances. This is what uh, we have to be so careful about in, in denying some of the very things of God that are really from Him, that false falseness. We have to crucify the falseness and go after the truth, that fiery faith. You know, I'm reminded in Numbers uh, 16 about Korah and the Korah's jealousy that he had toward Moses. And he he confronted that. And the Lord went, uh, excuse me, and Moses went right to the Lord. And he says, oh, you know, what do I do here, Lord? And I'm paraphrasing, I, I know. Um, but what happens is he said, okay, let's let's do this fire. Let's, let's light, sacrifice on the fire. Let's light the fire. And as you know, they came with strange fire. And it wasn't from the Lord. And what what took place was the Lord uh, the, the Lord opened up the earth and removed them, their families and the ones that were aligned with Korah. You see, we cannot reject the true Lord. We cannot reject who God is. We may reject the things, those false altars that are within uh, some of the places that we're involved in right now, but we're not to reject the one and only, the great I am. We have to go after this fire today. This is what's going to change the world. This is what's going to bring our families back, our nations back, our states back. This is what's going to bring the world back when we can take on this fire that just will burn away everything before us. Our mouths will become like fire that will spread the word of God out, the truth, the fullness of it. This is when our feet will walk in that fire and wherever we go, whatever we touch will be changed because we have this faith that is full of fire. Are you ready to get baptized in the fire of God? You know, I didn't necessarily ask for it, but I didn't reject it when God wanted to place it on me. I have been reading about it. I have read all the scriptures on the fire, and I think God knew my heart was open to uh, to receiving the baptism of the fire. Are you open to receiving the baptism of the fire? That new thing, it's not a new thing, it's an old thing, but it's a thing that we have just kind of quenched down some. So Lord, I ask right now for all those that are open to this baptism of your Holy Spirit fire, that you will come, Lord God, and you will just ignite them right now with your fire. You will ignite, you blow on that, uh, whoa, blow on that uh, 
coals of the fire that is within them right now. Cause it to expand. Cause it to come forth in a mighty way throughout their entire body to how they think, to how they speak, to how they go forth and take steps, Lord God, to serve you. I pray, Lord God, that you will just burn up all of the shaft that is within them and that, Lord God, you would just call them out of that complacency into the fullness of who you are. And I thank you, Jesus, for your mighty, mighty working power that is moving right now upon all those that are hearing this message. Yeah. Cause them to bow down and worship you. Cause them, Lord God, to just lay before you and to receive all that you want to tell them, Lord God. Cause them, Lord God, to release things that are not of you, that mix that is not of you. Lord God, I thank you right now that you're even causing their arms to be out to honor you and you are releasing things right off in them. Things that they thought were of you, but they were not. Just take it all, Lord God, and burn all that up right now with your fire. And Lord God, I thank you that when they stand up, Lord God, they're going to have your absolute truth within them and they will go forth. Just like Jeremiah said, the fire is burning in my bones and I can't hold it in anymore. Lord God, cause that fire to burn in their bones so that they can even hold it in, that they will become a mighty messenger flames of fire for you, Lord God. And we praise you and thank you for this in your precious name. Amen. Yes. I pray that you receive today from this message because it's a powerful message. And I believe God wants this transition to take place where we rise up and become more of who he's calling us to be. I am excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website, loisfwelling.com, for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, or review the show on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and grow the kingdom of God.